1: Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com slash audio.
2: Here we are. Here we are, Monday night, <laughs> ready to talk about... <laughs> Honestly, Anything can't you want to believe talk about. I can't believe they made any of us actually do work today. I mean, after the White National Lotus, Holiday. oh my god, <laughs> was there anybody who didn't watch it? Like, I just feel like every single person in my life watches it and watched it live. I hope they did because otherwise, my social
1: media like ruined it for everybody. But I don't care at this point. No, if if yeah. if,
2: if by the finale of the White Lotus you aren't you aren't making sure that you watch live, then yeah, I, there's no hope for you. I'm so sorry.
1: My social media today was pretty much like Tanya with the with the gun. Just strays, bullets everywhere, indiscriminately. Huh? Like indiscriminately. <laughs> Tanya with the gun. <laughs> yeah, just shooting Literally everywhere. Literally and figuratively. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Everyone, welcome back to The B-List. I'm B. I am here with a special guest today. His name is Gibson Johns. He is a journalist, host of his own podcast, We Should Talk podcast, which is um, part of Yahoo, right? Is it, is it for yes. Yahoo? Okay, yeah. Yeah, it rolls up into Yahoo, yeah. Yeah, um, so... and is there anything else I'm missing too?
2: No, that's it. That's it, it. I tweet <laughs> okay. I tweet I tweet too much. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> tweet, yeah. I don't think too much. Okay, thanks.
1: We'll talk that's about it enough. because there's like so much going on social media and I feel like we'll talk about how like I think social media is like changes the way that I watch the shows now. Yeah. Any shows, not even just Housewives like White Lotus, all of that stuff. Like I mean for instance, White Lotus today, I already knew last night when she said, "Do you know these gays?" I was like, "Here we go."
2: I know. No, no, you, you could you could see you could see the memes being made. And that's why, like, I don't know what you think, but I actually not think not even being made though. Like that's like it's like no, that it is just, that just ha- is a delivered. meme. But I feel like yeah, but I feel like the, the writers are or Mike White like like is yes. like considering that when he's actually writing yes. the show itself. So it's like yeah. it literally not even informs how you watch it, but it informs how they're even made now.
1: Yeah. Which is kind of frustrating, but mm-hmm. it's like the lowest kind of like like low-hanging fruit. But I will say that we 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 usually in our circle of people i feel like that we know and that kind of like tweet the most or loudest i feel like put out the most content that's like on a different level for i'm gonna pat myself on the back but today i said that it was kathy hilton at 3 a.m in the morning
2: in aspen
1: no that was fucking good. That was <laughs>
2: you
1: would fucking think good. that that's what it was like the way that lisa renna described it listen
2: and she was yeah. in the basement too like she was on the lower yeah. level
1: like oh no that was good
2: that was absolutely yeah. on on the money but yeah, I agree. Um, it's like sometimes the low the low hanging fruit is what makes the 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 first round, and then it's the mm-hmm. the next the next kind of level of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, people are still doing the fucking jokes about send them to White Lotus. Stop sending people to White Lotus. Like it's, what, we done, we, we were doing, doing that a month ago, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh-huh. like baby all girl. We were to send one housewife to White Lotus. Who would you send
2: if you had to? Oh my god. Honestly, for pure entertainment value, I think I would send Sonya Morgan.
0: Okay. because i think that that i
2: kind of i I kind of think she like lives that lifestyle anyway like i don't think she has a permanent residence in new york city right now yeah 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 yeah. Is popping around different white lotuses so yeah she would fit right in who would you send
1: i'd have to think about it let me think um I feel like for some reason, Adriana Mora, DeMora would be good. Oh, no. Yeah. She,
2: she'd be, she's right? like, she's the right amount of like, un- in, yeah. And, yes. but she's also jet set. And she's also like traveled the world already. Clearly a bit chaotic. And yeah. And she's like down to like hook up, you know?
1: Yeah. I don't know.
2: Definitely a fun time
1: girl. Mm-hmm. Um, She's incredibly like smart when you listen to her testimonials. Not that I thought she was ever stupid, but like, shockingly she's, for like, she's, really she, she's, yes, she's really educated yes really she knows art her mm-hmm. vocabulary is extensive and i'm not talking about in a um rudimentary way it's like <laughs> she's uses fucking big words and she knows what she's talking
2: about and she's i agree Quick witted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i completely agree i think that she doesn't get enough credit for that but, some, but but sometimes it's how she acts on the show like doesn't allow for that space sometimes but you know, yeah, I, I love her. I love her. I
1: was gonna say, and we'll get into this later, but just kind of the way she plays the show too, it just kind of makes you think. You're like, that's why it's surprising a bit because the way she was coming so hard at Larsa last year about her butt and all those weird comments about her body, um, which is just like really low hanging fruit, also just like really like lame, to now turn around and say that she's gonna get a BBL and then wants Larsa to accompany her to the visit. It's giving like
2: you want airtime. I know. You also want like Larsa's she... <sighs> acceptance. Both those things. And it's like, she's better than that. She doesn't have to do that. So I'm confused why. I thought she had a little bit more self-awareness than to like, just be, I don't know. It's a weird look for her. It's giving desperate. It's giving desperate. And like, honestly, I do think, I think that she's good in a friend of role. Like, I don't really need to know. I don't really need to know about her personal life right now. Like, I'm good for her to just be there to start shit. But like, don't be... I don't know. Lars is, Lars is currently operating on a different level than her. So she needs, Lars to, is she needs on, to get um, with it.
1: operating on all four cylinders. And we will mm-hmm. get into that for sure. Um, Absolutely.
2: Because, wow. Woo. Listen, <laughs> I, like, I, I was loving her last year, but but something's been unlocked this year. And I, yeah. and I think I know what it is, but we can talk about it later.
1: Why does Mia's Miami look so much different than Lars's Miami? Because <laughs> Mia doesn't have an OnlyFans. <laughs>
2: i wonder mia's feet picks she would have to charge double size 13 size 14 it changes every she week could, it just goes up every week but yeah <laughs> that was a cheap shot you guys you no know, i um, mean but hey, that's, that's part of the reason said <laughs> candace did say it but i mean that's part of the reason why i love miami is that it's like their world is a totally mm-hmm. different world than yes like, honestly any other housewives right now it's like this is what we That's- originally watched housewives for like it, for the aspirational aspect. i don't necessarily watch that i don't watch housewives to for the aspirational content really anymore but like mm-hmm. this is it, it's sort of scratching the itch of of those olden days of housewives I think. it feels like, like an
1: old school housewife show yes. but in a, in a sense i can't really describe it but it's like it gives this feeling of The thrill you used to watch the earlier seasons of any of the franchises. But it's not cookie cutter at all. No, not at all. Because the thing that makes Miami stand out is that they are so specifically their locale. Like you could not take any of those women. And I don't think they would not make sense in any other city. I mean, you could.
0: You could. Dr. Nicole could
1: do well in New York. But she herself is so Miami. But she's mm -hmm. a flavor of it. Like, it's just like Miami is its own flavor i can't describe it whereas you know um beverly hills you could take some of those women and put them in other cities and it would be like okay well yeah
2: yeah and you, you could ex- you would a- exchange some of the jersey and new york women like Yeah, it it's pretty fluid there i totally yeah. agree yeah, yeah but it's hard it's hard to put into words sort of what that miami kind of like
1: mm-hmm. essence
2: is but it's there yeah and it's irresistible i'm obsessed
1: um so before we get into all that um so you and i were on a panel together um and it was like a month ago yeah. at Soho House, and we were giving our best moments, right? Like they asked us to kind of each send in a clip of our favorite moments. Guys, I talked about this last week on here. Mine was the Kim Zolziak in the car with the with the top down and the sounded white like chair. Exactly, mm-hmm. sounded like Tom Waits, but said she sounded like Cher. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. They sound more like is that Adam Lambert? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me? She um, God bless her. What- I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, your favorite was pretty iconic too. It was like I think all of us chose really good ones because we didn't pick moments that were like
2: obvious, and it wasn't like yeah. dinner party
1: from hell. It wasn't right. Amsterdam. It was like these weird
2: yeah they like, were really realize- specific yeah. and i think i just randomly watched this scene like pretty recently okay. and i was like you know what let me just fresh like throw that head. in there yeah exactly yeah. like and i agree like i mean like the amsterdam dinner gets thrown around on social media like once a mm-hmm. week at this point i'm just like okay yeah. we get it yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah i yeah the one that i picked was like definitely fresh in the mind randomly i don't know why but i stand by it it,
1: it was um Luanne and Jules Weinstein sitting outside of Bluestone Manor smoking cigarettes while Jules is on the phone with her dad who's like in ICU or something like that. Literally like about to die, like in a hospital. Yeah. And Luanne's like, can you believe she called me a whore? Can you believe?
2: (laughs) And and Jules is like, Luanne. I have better things, I have more important things going on in my life. Can you believe she said that to me? And then and we yeah, and we're, the, the, the camera work is like through the window from inside <laughs> yeah. and like I mean, just the fact that they're smoking cigarettes on the show, it's so yeah. rare. Like the thrill yeah. of that is just like in and of itself enough for me, but it's, it's Every just time, it, it encapsulates me Whenever shit really
1: hits the fan on any show, someone breaks out the cigarettes when LVP pulled out the cigarettes oh. I was like, oh wow, she's stressed mm-hmm. she's like scared about this edit <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Um, i'm still
2: waiting on the dorit on a dorit cigarette moment that's i i I want she smoke Uh, she would yeah she definitely she's there's a there's a housewives there's an account on instagram that like tells you all the housewives that smoke what is yeah what is it's like it's like literally housewives smoking cigs or something like that and it's like it's like every time they've been popped you heard Sims. it here
1: first, guys. I'm sure you guys already knew. I did not fucking know this. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not
2: on that. That seems like prime. Because that's you. literally all that's I post. That's like that's like smoking. Like
1: your <laughs> yeah. I, my favorite is Dorinda lighting up her cigarette with the clown oh, it's makeup so good. on.
2: So no, good. The, at the first BravoCon. I was walking, you just like walk between venues there. Remember that? Did you were you at the first yeah, Bravo? Yeah, yeah, you were there? Yeah, you just like walk between venues and it was so cold. And my brother and I like, turned the corner, and Luann is just standing there alone smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and it's it just like dark times. random gays walking past literally like the, Can I have a the trail of queers, just like, like hiding the sig like down by her waist. And so, good. oh,
1: that's amazing. The trail of queers, <laughs> like the trail of tears between the two venues. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, um, speaking of BravoCon, so you hosted a panel. Like mm-hmm. was it did you do one this year? I know you did one the first year. I did
2: two the first year and then one this year. So the Which first one? year the first two, the first year I did two housewives ones and then this year I did Family Karma. Okay. I've yeah. never
1: seen Family Karma.
2: Yeah, it's a solid show. Um, like I I was already watching it. Um and honestly, like I mean I would have loved to do a Housewives one, don't get me wrong, but like yeah. I think this year, the pressure on some of those to be to deliver, yeah would have made me very nervous. But you know, yeah, I would have done it. Yeah. But yeah. It was fun. Um, your first year, you did two housewives ones. What were they? Yeah. They were <laughs> one was Housewife to Housewife, which is when they like pair different random housewives yeah. together. It was okay. Giselle, Ashley with with Pink Eye, Emily sitting right. on, on crutches, and Melissa Gorga. And then the next day at 10 literally everyone's morning... falling apart. <laughs> literally. And then at 10 30 the next morning on a Sunday morning, the last day of BravoCon. It was the first panel of the day. It was Teresa and Dolores making spaghetti and meatballs on stage while That's me amazing. while I interview them. And the and the, produ- and the producer forgot forgot to turn on the hot plate, so it was just it was a moment.
1: Yeah. That's a okay. bit. <laughs> I love the idea because, like, that was um, I hosted a party the night before. I think, and like Emily Simpson came and, and on crutches. Yeah, Ronwin was drunk. Um, Oh, what else happened uh ashley had pink eye that entire week i guess so it says basically that everyone was just like the toy what's this toys from toy story they were like thrown <laughs> yeah. together with spare yep. parts it was just like, like kind misfits of like just or had- yeah, exactly. yeah exactly like the wheels are falling misfits. off the wagon um, um but god bless them god bless them our girls um this year and bravo kind of kind of had like a weird energy like it was like everyone's very excited to be there but also kind of like do you start to notice there's like kind of attitude with some people like like the Some people come with like a really great attitude, but then sometimes in these panels, people will get up on the mic and ask really kind of rude questions. They've been waiting their entire year to ask a housewife a really rude or kind of like off color remark or question. And it's just kind of like,
2: yeah. And like, and I think that a lot of people see that as like the opportunity to go viral and to make the moment because some of the panels are a little snoozy because I think that like the reporter who's hosting it is probably told certain things not to ask whatever. Mm -hmm. I get it. But like, it feels icky watching these people like trying to like catch these women off guard. And like, it kind of makes it kind like, when I would watch those moments happen live in some of these panels, like you have to kind of take a step back in your mind. You're like, yeah, it's like the downfall. Some of these people is fun. Watching them fumble is is good TV, but like, I'm not there to like do a gotcha moment or like to like, call them out like that like we're at BravoCon because we love these people and at least for me mostly and so like it just feels like just the wrong energy to bring to that kind of situation yeah
1: like if i had one question to ask a house why would i ask someone that i don't like like how empty are you inside where like you want to take that moment to like talk to someone that you don't like it's just like very weirdo behavior and to put it in um to put it in lars's terminology weirdo
2: (laughs) <laughs> honestly i'm, I'm talking, talking to that, you weirdo check in in two minds and we're all just gonna be like quoting that, like literally just like daily that's the funny the thing day. about it is i already like weirdo is definitely a part of my weirdo. Like, there i was
1: just last week using it all the time with my friend jonathan on here love weirdo it love hits weirdo. it's like third grade insults just and it's like
2: but it 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 really it digs in there like it's yeah. like it's unexpected i always loved let's get it popping from her from her first from her from last season let's get it poppin'. yeah yeah i love <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so you interview a lot of housewives whether it's on the podcast um mm-hmm. and also just through yahoo right not just for the podcast yeah so...
2: i i started off doing it like just for written articles like Um, and then I, and then I got a show, they gave me a show like two years ago. So it's now it's just mostly for that. But, um, yeah, I've probably interviewed like over, I think over like earlier this year we did the math I've interviewed over 75 housewives, Wow, which is like scary to think about, honestly. I
1: think you already answered this before at our panel, but this will be new for these listeners. Do you have a favorite person that you've
2: interviewed? My favorite ones are always just the ones that like actually, like make the effort to like have that have the small talk before you start recording or to like stay on for a couple of minutes after um Mm -hmm. especially because now everything's virtual Margaret's one of those people Margaret's a hundred percent one of those people I mean we were at that page six thing last week and she came over to my she you were sitting with her but she she came over to my table and we talked for 10 minutes because like she she she's a talker she loves to she's a talker but she also like she actually like can 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 kind of like have those relationships with people in a, in a really genuine way. Like honestly, a lot of the Jersey women do that. Dolores is the same yes. way. Um, a lot of the New York women, I think when they were on, when they were on air, they were doing that. Like Dorinda is honestly pretty good at that. Um, Sonia in her own way. Like, mm-hmm. and I think ma- maybe that's also because I run it, we run into them at like random events and things like that, just yeah. being in that, in that media world. But like, they're the, they're the best at it. And like, and like same with like some of the summer house people, just cause again, sort of like. we all the same worlds. kind of sphere. Yeah. 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 Um, but like, yeah, honestly, they're always my favorite because it's just like it feels like they're kind of just and it's not that hard to like, yeah. quote unquote, go the extra mile in that in that capacity. Do you, like, have, a, just like, do you have a favorite person from Summer House to interview? I, I'm a I'm a Lindsay Hubbard apologist is going to say, yes, yeah, it's, it's, she's yeah, my favorite she's, person on the show. She hits. Yeah. And she, I mean, she's a huge star. And and she's and that's I'm why like, they're jealous of her. Yeah, exactly. They're threatened by her. And she's probably one of the people on Bravo in general who I have the closest relationship with. So it's like I'm not super objective mm-hmm. about her at this point. But like, yeah. you know, we're, we're talking about Bravo here. Like I I I, yeah. I don't there can be some blurred lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um worst interview. Do you have a worst interview?
1: Can you say? Or a housewife? hmm <laughs> Maybe it's someone who's <laughs> not around anymore.
2: Huh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I will say I uh <laughs> I expected when I first I've interviewed Bethany several times and Mm -hmm. the first time I expected it I expected it to like just be a really like tough thing to to rope her in and to sort of disarm her but honestly Mm -hmm. like I had great I've had great experiences with Bethany the first time she was definitely cold but like then the second Mm -hmm. time she's she's somebody who remembers the face even though she doesn't remember the name she she kind of does that Who's been a bad one? I mean, just some of them are just like a little cold. And I think like part of it's over Zoom. Mm-hmm. It's like just not. Fuck, I feel like there's somebody who I can say, but they're not, it's not coming to mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just like thinking yeah. like, uh, I'm blinking honestly for you. I wish I had a better answer for this. That's fine. Well, we'll come, um, come around to you. Oh, okay. Actually, no, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. This is not an interview, but at BravoCon, I had a media mm-hmm. pass. So it was basically, like, I was just kind of like running in and out of the press room, like, Whatever, yeah. And I, I didn't want to be doing like standing around on the dark carpet all weekend, like just doing like quick interviews on my phone. So I was like, what's something I can do? I did a video where I just like every every person I ran into, I just like asked them to say bravo, bravo, fucking bravo, yeah, and I, I saw and that I pulled it all into one video. So everyone I asked said yes, except for one person. There's one like that that denied me, hmm. and it was Erica Jane. Oh yeah, and I could see that. And, and and she goes, and I go, hey, like, and I did the same thing, I, the same spiel to everybody, and she was like no, I'm not doing that and walked away. Oh, wow. And it's like, and I, probably and because she's ind- like
1: there. Cause she's trying to get paid. And then she's just like, but, but right, it, but it's
2: don't interesting ask me to do anything extra. Whole, but the whole weekend I was thinking like, she was on a mission to sort of reclaim some of the fan love. And she, she was honestly doing some good fan service all weekend. And it's just sort of like, mm. okay, the That's reason weird. why you're not going to say that is because it's a Denise Richards line. And like, you're still, you're still feeling some type of, some type of way about that. Like, show that you're over it and, oh like, yeah i cool. didn't even put like, them together the no denise... no me neither but but somebody else sort of that was standing right there who was like laughing as it was happening told me that and i was like yeah, that's just fucking bullshit like yeah like just just fucking do it like show that you're over it and that you're like you know but so that's why you stand on the
1: denise richards of it all
2: um i don't uh, she's definitely on a mission to come back and i <laughs> i don't need i don't know if i don't know if she needs to come back to be honest i don't think she yeah
1: i don't think she like is gonna like need to rehabilitate anything
2: no it's just like i, mean, I, I still like i'm still like very much on her side in that whole situation i don't know why like we still i don't know why like, we still care that she was like lying to protect her family that she hooked up with Brandy. Yeah. like it's like, like i think
1: at this point if if you're the kind of person who thinks that she needs to come back on to rehabilitate anything you're probably homophobic because like there's nothing there's mm. nothing negative about okay so she so she lied to protect her family what, what what's the mm-hmm. other issue that you don't like lesbian sex like what's the no literally that's why i was know? like why it's do we like, care
2: so much like why do yeah, we care so it's much it's like very lame and i think a lot of you want her to come back like also to, like take down rena but like i don't yeah, think she's never that's never, never going to happen I, that's not that's not that's not the role that Denise Withers will ever play she's not going to be able to take down, that Rinna. That can, take down the only person that is going to take down rena is lisa rena Yes. And I think she's already and, kind of done that. Yeah, honest, she's already so. done it.
1: She's, and they're giving her one more season to do it. So <sighs> I was convinced <laughs> she was not
2: coming back and now it's like, okay, oh, really? she's back. I was no, convinced. I think, yeah. I, think she's, I think she's still in
1: a space online where I think that the the hate for her fuels more ratings. I don't think none of these people that are talking so negatively about her are ever going to stop watching this show
2: because she's on it. Totally. And I, and I, I, think, mean? And I think that the, paw, the pause, the, the, ex- the extended pause between seasons is like Alleviating a lot of that, and they know that, and that's so they can bring her back, I think. So
1: it's not like it's in a space where it's like Dallas ratings, and Leanne
2: is someone that would have been like, okay, now I'm not gonna watch that. I mean, so it's like they're not, it's not
1: like they're gonna break anything by just working her on again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it also gets into like, we, I mean, you and I are such like, we're very online people, we're like very in tune with that conversation that happens online. Yeah. But it's sometimes I'm reminded about, I mean, BravoCon was one of those moments where you're reminded like how. How the Twitter conversation differs so much sometimes from, from the what, actual, the, what the average viewer thinks it's about tip things. Yes, sip of an. Yes. Tip of an like 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 everyone was booing her at BravoCon. Like that was a genuine moment that happened. But like people still want to watch her. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could care less either way like I mean Same. I think that I, I I I'm so done with her but like I'm whatever.
1: So, I'm so done with like the entire Beverly I don't need to yes. see that show for like I'm so yes I'm here for y'all the already know how I feel about that I care more <laughs> about the satellite cities I call them like the Potomac of it all the Salt Lake City the New city. Jersey yeah this is not the big ones right like yeah yeah, yeah. kind of like yeah give me a suburb um yeah the do you have any kind of like the worst kind of wives um, not like, not even like specific ones, but like an archetype of a kind of a trope, I guess, of a, like Lisa Renna could be, you know, some might even compare sometimes in some circles, although I wouldn't necessarily make this comparison. Some people might compare Lisa Renna to a Margaret Joseph's
2: mm-hmm. in a way, because yeah, they think that I mean,
1: she's kind of keeping the conversation going, the right. show moving,
2: but I don't I think mean, that she, and she's, they're not she, even I mean, on the same recently i've compared i've been kind of mentally preparing prepare- her and giselle honestly and i think that mm-hmm. like for yeah. me for me I actually i like loved Rina for the her first five five years or so and like to mm-hmm. me what, ch- what changes what changes is when she starts to punch down and when she becomes like too much of the producer and like i think that giselle is like not at that point yet but she is she's yes. inching towards that point and she has to be yeah. really careful um so i actually like that kind of person like i love giselle like i love I, when she when she's like especially i mean this season's a little different but like she serves a really important role on the show and like i love that person who who says what everyone's thinking who who cuts the chase doesn't bother with the hey how are you just just asks you if you have cancer or not like i'm down mm-hmm. for that but yeah. but uh, i don't know you... i think what, what were you gonna say not to get too off tangent, but just yeah. on the topic
1: of Giselle, because I did watch the new episode yeah. um, last night, and which I honestly feel like this past episode was, was a filler. Filler, filler. yeah, totally. you could totally to- tell. Total filler. didn't need any of it. Um, Stop doing that, by the way. <laughs> like I don't need a. F- I don't. I, Jersey has a better season and sh- like sh- less episodes, and it just hits way more. more condensed. Right? Yeah, totally. Um, but with Potomac, I feel like maybe sometimes I feel like this story that because I don't feel like we're getting that much Giselle and the little mm. bits that we are getting, I'm not liking. So I feel like maybe next season would be really great if we take out one person and don't add another person in. And I think that at this point, it seems like Mia, because she has like the least amount of like genuine relationships with these women. Mm-hmm. Um, And maybe just like, keep the focus on the original people and Wendy. And yeah, Candace I agree. On. No, you know I, what I mean,
2: I, yeah, totally. And I think that the, the trope's not like for it. an individual housewife, but the trope that I really like, or the the trend that I always hate is whenever they try to ostracize one person. Like it's just yeah. it's never, it never works. And they always misread the situation because it always fires back because viewers always want to sympathize with that one person who's being ostracized, like regardless yeah. of how much they like that person. Like people didn't love Wendy that's last what, year. And like just the way, what, by the way that she's been treated is like now everyone's on her side.
1: That's what I, that's what happened to me those couple of years where I was in the darkest period of my life when I was following um, Vicky Gumvelson and they I... <laughs> called him the dark ages. Ooh, there was a time there. Where I, I know, but I was like watching OC and I was when it, that's when, you know, at, right at the, after the fallout of the Brooks stuff and he had just left and Kelly Dodd had just come on. And mm. I was like, and I liked the beginning of that. Cause I liked the Kelly totally. Dodd's relationship with Vicky, that the fact that they were both outcasts, but also like agitators, they were just fun and such an otherwise boring, landscape mm-hmm. it just hit and i think that that's to what you were saying it's just like that's people are always going to sympathize with whoever is being and that's why i like one of the reasons i love denise you
2: know yeah yeah totally and it, that's yeah one of the and reasons like, why sutton hits sutton oh she she fucking hits like yeah. if, if there's anybody i miss from that show it's her um yeah i'm trying to think like it's hard i, I think the one thing that the trope or the the thing that i really I, 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 <laughs> yes sorry 100%. i'm gonna keep the name no, of him no, 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 do it but and like and i think somebody who like maybe you, you could honestly maybe maybe potentially group into that is somebody who i have never really liked who's jen shaw who like yeah she'll cut to the oh. chase she'll she'll be an antagonizer okay, because so like, that's where I, that's where i veer see like i no i know i i can't stand with jen shaw like i think that she's like mm-hmm. a, she, she's always been yeah. an actress i don't think she's yeah. ever somebody tweeted recently like it's, she's never really given us a genuine moment on the show and i completely agree with that like yeah I'm, yeah People think it's like, oh, like what are they gonna do without her? Like she gives such TB. And it's like, honestly, like she's never really done it for me. <laughs> so yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. she's never really done it. way, honestly, never hit for me. So and I think that to me, that gets to like the post-housewife's housewife who like comes on having studied the rule book and like some of them can do that in a in a good way. Jen Aiden. Jen Aiden's, yeah, a hundred percent. Jen Aiden's a really good example of somebody who does it right. But came
1: on just like obviously had read the rule book. Mm-hmm. but so kind of almost bad at it yes. to where it's genuine
2: right <laughs> like it's like does yeah. that make sense you know yes. like, or, 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 like, start or, this. or like a barlow who has clearly watched housewives but she's like not self-aware enough to like yeah be able to like follow that rule book you know what yeah. i mean So <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so that's where i have trouble with like just the people who like have just clearly are too in their head about it Remember kind of got two
1: in her head yeah a hundred percent me too. I don't need to see you ever come out with mugs and t-shirt once you start re like regurgitating your lines that you know you made popular two seasons ago I'm bored I don't like it to be too meta mm-hmm. I don't even like it when they announce people to be on a show before they've even filmed something that's mm-hmm. ridiculous to me how about we film them first and see if they're even going to work out ebony we probably wouldn't have been stuck with Ebony had they not made an announcement that they had the first black housewife of New
2: it's like yeah, maybe I mean, just check situation. out and see if she's yeah yeah well I, th- I mean but now now with their who said this oh I think <clears throat> t- no. take it with a grain of salt can't take it with a grain of salt considering the source but it was Ramona who said that like apparently in the test shooting Ebony mm-hmm. acted completely differently than what she oh, did on I'm the sure. actual show yeah I'm sure so that's why they yeah so they, they do do some of that test shooting but like still yeah. it's it's um, it's a slippery slope Do you
1: have an all-time best episode?
2: An all-time best episode. It has to be from a trip, 100%. It's a trip? Yeah. It has to be. Um, People always talk about Scary Island,
1: but Mexico... (laughs) was so
2: yes uh, is that is that when is that when ramona i think mexico and, is
1: better than scary island is that
2: where ramona and bethany are like naked in the pool talking to one another and like um yes that mexico yes yeah uh, but that trip is up there
1: but also saint Cro- was it saint wait no it was um saint bart no saint bart was when bethany was away saint bart, saint and bart is
2: carol heather okay
1: turks and Caicos is when bethany and ramona were crying but it was on the bench
2: oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're like every time they go on vacation they're crying (gasps) to get there yeah it would definitely be a new york trip and i think it'd be hard to figure out exactly which one but like tequila tequila Tequila. was just like yeah tequila when bethany took them to her like whatever the skinny girl like ranch where they make the tequila whatever that whatever that was honestly columbia was a was a great fucking trip like i don't know they
1: found columbia to be But it did have one of those really visceral feelings to it. Like sometimes production is so good where you feel like you're there in a sense that their the bottoms of their feet were dirty and they were complaining about it and yeah. i just whenever they would film around that in that weird house it was like an airbnb style and it just looked like the furniture didn't match it looked like it was almost like a hostel it was weird and the, the elevator the was broken yeah
2: yeah It there exactly. was poop
1: everywhere it, it was,
2: it was like... it, that was that was that had that had an edge of darkness to it absolutely yes. but like yeah but to me like that was the last really good moment for new york so yeah. it was like that was yeah. fun
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um do you have an all-time worst season
2: i mean the, some of those middle jersey ones are really bad the most recent new york one is definitely one of the worst of all time i yeah, think yeah um i think even that one with the twins on jersey like hit yes. more than the last new york i think that i was, think you're right yeah i, th- I think yeah. the most recent new york honestly like it's hard to think of a worse season than that even some of like the like even if you want to go like season one of Dallas, like even that probably had better moments yeah. than, than New York this past season. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, um, Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. the twins actually kind of got a bad rap. I thought that they were interesting. Yeah, I guess it's like honestly at, almost at this point a talking point for the Jersey women to like just name them. It's like an easy yeah. out for any of those questions. But, um, it, yeah, but what's interesting tidbit is that uh,
1: Mar- you as you know, Margaret was supposed to be on that season. Right, she, she said was that was the original page six Margaret, thing, right. Yep, Margaret was originally supposed to be cast along with the twins and I think with Amber too. Which who cool, Matt like that possibly would have been and Dina totally. That, that might have been,
2: been changed. That that, that could have worked. That could have worked. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think yeah. Mark Margaret would have brought what she brings, which we yeah. all know is is great. Yeah, and it could have it could have elevated everybody. But I also think that like Margaret coming on to 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 take down Soggy Flicker is, yeah. was also was also perfection to me. So. Arguing about they Joan worked. Rivers and a diner off of
1: Route Nine. <laughs> Route Please. six. Is it Route Six? Whatever. Yeah. Please. So good. Oh, so good. <laughs> Ryan Do not and miss the diner. That yeah. Um, so we were just talking about the Real Housewives of in New Jersey appearance that we were at last week with mm-hmm. uh page six and Margaret was a guest there, um, as was Jackie and then two of the new girls. Um, and they were talking a lot about the the show, which I'm really excited for. It sounds like it's gonna be fucking crazy
2: yeah i'm always yeah. excited for jersey but it always but it also always feels like there's like an extra weight for it and i don't know why but it feels like yeah. they have been done filming for a while
1: they're making us wait i think it's next week though it's a trailer oh that's what i'm hearing so, All right, first, folks mm-hmm. <laughs> um i will say that the two new girls sitting at our table talked the entire did you hear them I- oh i heard them from two tables away Love and, you, girls. Um,
2: but come, on. <laughs> so they were, ta- ta- they were talking in a way that we didn't that we didn't enjoy. They were talking in a not not a fun way.
1: Yeah, it was like they were okay. talking
2: a lot, and I think it was um,
1: it was just interesting because I was like I, I I thought they might really want to hear what was kind of going on on stage because it was really interesting stuff. But uh, maybe that's maybe they hadn't seen each other in a while <laughs> and they really had to catch up on something. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> come on, totally guys, to totally c- nice. catch up on the
2: car ride back though. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz people paid for that thing. Yes, they did pay so, for that thing. Yeah. yeah. So. But I I agree Margaret and Jackie were great at that. I thought they were. Yeah. Jackie's great. I I'm, I I'm a, I'm a Jackie fan. Same. Very much Taste. so. Um I think she's somebody who could come back to. It sounds like she almost earned her way back honestly this past season from what yeah. I've heard. Like Being it sounds like she, it was pretty close to happening for her. Um I agree. I think I think that deserves she deserves to enough. have eight women to be honest. Yes. You yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know why they're so they're so insistent on not growing growing the group for like for real. So I
1: don't know anything about this for fact, but I wonder because I think it is one of the few franchises where they actually do pay them in. Yeah, you're right. I think that they already, in theory, have a huge cast of people. I think even I've guys, this is just hearsay, but um I feel like Gia gets paid. And I think I've heard this because she must get paid much yes, to do interviews yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm when sure you consider does. all of that, they already have a huge cast of people. And also and like, it is a show about
2: family and, and Teresa and to a slightly lesser extent, Melissa, they probably get like really get fat paychecks at this point. Yeah. Yes. So and that's probably why it's a shorter season as well. So you're right. It's, it's probably a production thing. Jersey, the reason that it works and I, in my opinion, works better than a
1: show like Beverly Hills is because I think that all of the paychecks, whatever they are, I don't know, guys, I think whatever they are. They're warranted. Whatever they're being paid, I think it's worth it. Even when Teresa doesn't give that much, just her cooking in her kitchen with her daughters and whoever else is running in and out of the house is still interesting to someone out there. Mm-hmm. Kyle Kyle could never, okay. <laughs> like Kyle is, she's a nice woman, I'm sure, but like Garcelle could never. You know, they need each other as an ensemble. When I think that, like. Margaret just doing stuff is
2: interesting. Yeah. In they, they can be one, one, there can be one more shows within that show. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Dolores ripping
1: don't... cigarettes in her mother's driveway. And like <laughs> you say, you know, like it's just, it works.
2: Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> not Dolores ripping cigs. Uh. Yeah. Just Jennifer Aiden, just, just just put a camera in Jennifer Aiden's house ha- in her kitchen absolutely. and just show us what's happening at all times yeah
1: absolutely yeah um there was a, there was a, her social media the other day was like she did like a story or it was a tiktok or a reel or something chaotic as ever I'm sure but I'm sure she was having some kind of party I don't know what kind of party it was they're always having parties I guess but she was just saying like all the alcohol she's like do you think I have enough alcohol the video went on for like, I'm not kidding. Like a, a minute and thirty seconds. It was just like very fast paced. I've never seen this many bottles. They like to party at that house. No, yeah. they
2: they loved to party at that house. Good for oh her. She's god, an
1: excellent housewife. I mean, no, she she's she's, she's made somebody. For this. Send she's her to White
2: Lotus. A hundred percent. And I would Jennifer love Aiden. honestly. It's, Send her to White Loads, put her on a girls trip. I would love to see her interacting with some oh, people well, from other cities. Like I would I would, I would, I'm like drooling at the thought of it. It's like so. so good. Jen
1: Aiden, whatever the configuration is next time. But you know what? I've heard that the next season of up uh, uh Ultimate Girl Girls Trip is supposed to be more former wives. That's what I've
2: heard. Like a different group of exes. I think so. Okay. Guys, okay. I mean, I've not confirmed, it. but this is it's what, not what confirmed. I'm not confirming. Okay. One um, word but this on this. Is and you know like, what? This is the world I the think street. it would make sense. I think it makes the I mean, most sense.
1: It hit more than the original one. the, yes. the X ones. And, and I, think, I
2: think that I think it makes sense for them to switch off every season. Honestly, at this point, like, yeah. give us the X's and then give us some random group. Who do you think it current. could be? Oh my god! I mean, There's they put so all the, they put. They also put all the mess into one. Yeah, um, you have to. Think I don't that know. That like they most... haven't put all the mess into no, one. you're right. I mean, but you have to consider have to think that... that most of New York is off the table because, like, most of them are going to come back for Legacy that are like available and willing it's fine most of new jersey's probably off the table i'm guessing unless they like unless they like rope caroline manzo went with like a good paycheck yeah um yeah who could it be who do you think who comes to mind
1: i mean lvp to head it up would make sense but i don't know that she would ever do it unless it's a huge paycheck mm-hmm. um
2: there have to be some atlanta women who are available but like who is it <laughs> I mean, unless they the did, unless, already they, done it. unless they did, I mean, like there's, I mean, no, it, she, her relationship isn't good enough with them right now, but like, there's a, there's a couple of like big time OGs that are available right now. It's Vanderpump, Nini. Manzo, <laughs> Nini. Oh yeah. Dean, yeah. Like, 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 like there's a lot of OGs. Totally. I mean, it's like, yeah. there's, there's a <laughs> lot of big ones out there that, that are. That could be interesting. They could be interesting. I think so. Too. Kim
1: Zolziak absolutely needs the check. <gasps> and I think she. Oh, Kim Zolziak, be... a hundred percent. She's looking for a job. Yeah. It would be interesting to see how Kim Zolziek, um navigates white women world <laughs> a lot more respectfully than the way she left. That's mm. for
2: fucking sure. Mm. Some, sometimes I miss her. I have to. I just sometimes yeah. I miss that woman. Yeah. yeah. Watching after the clip that you put at, up at Soho House. I was just like, you know what? Sometimes <laughs> she, she really did give us some stuff. Yeah, definitely. um
1: social media kind of changes the way that you watch the shows and i think that um something i think about often is the way that the reason that i love some franchises is because they stay off social media new jersey you would not know what's going on there's just like people that whisper to the press and stuff like that but they don't really fight online mostly because i don't think teresa knows how to use twitter (laughs)
0: definitely Um, not
1: you know i think melissa's too busy i think margaret's Mm -hmm. too busy um it's just like, I don't think that they use it in the same way. Now, the reason that I think that Potomac could get on my nerves at times is because someone like Candace is like very online. Yeah. Loves to drag stuff out and fight online. And I find it just kind of like really ruins it for me. I don't like when people fight with fans or each other online. It's it's just like Jin Shaw's is doing a lot of that right now. It's like, it it's doesn't... like
2: partially, it's like Jen Shaw, but it's also definitely somebody who's like tweeting for her also. Like it's, just, yeah. That that's when it's like, okay, come on, seriously, what are we doing here? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I agree. And I think with Candace, it's like, she's always, ever since she joined the show, she's been like extremely active on Twitter. Yes. And I think that to a certain extent, like that's almost, that's almost like impacted the way that people talk about the show on Twitter just in terms of like, she's there. So people are standing her ex- like extra hard in that space, I think, because like she has eyes there um which i think is like so it's uh, i don't know i agree i i i like when they like can get in the comments like here and they're like melissa and jen can like get in the comments and like give us a little moment like maybe but like that we can talk about yeah. on the reunion but if it's yeah. if it, if there's a whole other storyline happening on twitter like i'm sorry like it it's just it messes with the timeline if <laughs> there's too much it messes going with on. the timeline and, like, and i don't want to have to be watching i don't want to be have to i don't want to have to be watching queens of bravo's instagram story just to keep up with what's happening on the show <laughs> yeah like like that yeah. that's too much for me yeah i agree yeah, i
1: barely check other like other bravo I like if i don't see yeah. it in its natural environment i'm not interested in like kind of getting that's I'm no shade you. to like other kind of people that do that but mm-hmm. yeah to I'm be honest i that. don't even really like i feel like i tweet more about housewives sometimes and it's not even really that much um than i do even on instagram like i don't really occasionally i'll
2: say something but right yeah. Um, and I, and I, like, I, I, I like, well, a lot of the time at this point, just cause I don't like reading replies to things. Yes. I just will tweet. I'll tweet and not even look like I'll tweet, tweet my thoughts. I'm not out trying to like, argue with y'all. No, I, I'm not, I'm not getting in the replies you <laughs> me at this point. It's like, it's that is just, that's just acting for that's like yeah. masochistic, honestly, at this point, but like, but I do, like I'll, I'll, I'll click on the hashtag just to see what sort of the top thoughts are. But like, otherwise I'm not, I'm not getting down in the, in the replies at all
1: at all it's so fucking annoying you guys please do not it's like don't because I just block people like I said something the other day in passing it I was like when I was thinking about Mia and how her Miami looks completely different than Larsa's and um I was like you know what Mia could have rented Lisa Hochstein's house (laughs) at least the backyard
2: (laughs) yeah right (laughs)
1: 40,000 um I don't think Mia has that kind of money or I don't know
2: but um oh can you match it like,
1: oh my god I'm dead but then Mia fans which by the way I did not know you guys exist Mia listen but I sound so because I'm a fake ass bitch. Like I last season I was like Mia this that's my girl oh, that okay.
2: loves my you but were
1: I Tanya like, with the gun. Yeah, exactly. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Tanya, did you say Sanya? Or Tanya, Tanya? Tanya,
2: Tanya? I don't know. Babe. Tanya I don't know. or Sanya, honestly. Tanya, either I, one could work. Either one worked. I was thinking Tanya from White Lotus with the gun. But, yeah, but Sanya Tanya with the gun Liana with the boom, yep. boom, boom, Um Yeah, she had shirts that said that at at BravoCon.
1: Yeah, that's like the only thing she said. Nobody asked yeah. her any questions. Poor thing. Oh, big sigh. Yeah, she's getting a paycheck. Yeah. But um, I just said that about Mia like renting out Lisa Hochstein's house. Very funny, by the way, you guys. People were like jumping in the comments, stay out of black people's business. Did it? I was like, okay, so first off, weirdo, half black here, so don't get me. Okay, weirdo. And also weirdo good weirdo, (laughs) but like also who like you're not getting paid to stick up from like just
2: I know it's laugh so at the
1: joke or don't laugh at the joke but keep it pushing but I know y'all don't know Mia well enough to even be fighting her battles on Twitter it's fucking weird okay mm. you're not getting paid
2: I like I I was accused of being on um on Monique's payroll with during the, oh the, by the in the Monique Candace season because yeah. I was just I was tweeting like i can't it's yeah I, it's, yeah you can't win it's, it's not worth my energy and so like yeah. just because i'm saying one positive thing about somebody or making a joke about something like yeah. sorry we're not
1: like i'm sorry my joke hit and you know what i'm not i'm always gonna say something
2: about well me you here. know yeah you you also know it <laughs> hit because that it is it's, it's sparking these replies like that's yeah that's exactly. when you know yeah. so hit hey,
1: dogs are gonna holler so my grandmother always says i like that there phrase. you
2: go
1: mm-hmm. um i hate jinshaw i think It's 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 really tough for me. Like I don't I hate the word hate y'all. I don't like but it's like this past episode throwing shoes Mm. and charcuterie off the rented yacht, I do not like this woman. This isn't even this isn't even called it's making sickening. good television. You're no. throwing glasses of wine on people's heads, you your supposed friend, you're throwing expensive shoes that you don't know who they belong to off of a yacht. You're showing charcut- you're throwing charcuterie trays which first off, I love a charcuterie board. That's a crime. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. or is it crudite? Whichever, it's cheese. food. Yeah. Um and she's just like Having a tantrum and it's just like it's not even interesting,
2: right? No, it's like it's like it's like like throwing the charcuterie or the crudite, throwing the shoes, dumping the champagne, poop for no reason. It's it's like I I'm honestly I'm for a drink throw at some point. I'm for something else like that. But like, it has to be earned. It has to yeah. be, it has to make sense in the moment. Jen Shaw is just like, again, she studied this handbook, but like she studied it wrong clearly. So like, yeah, yeah. she's doing all these crazy things that just aren't earned. Like it's just her she's, she's reading a book backwards
1: because she's starting from the end. She's not taking you from one yes. to 10. She's just going straight to she's 10. She started she's that starting chapter 10. At the, exactly. exactly. Yes. So and it's so like, like it's... and so I,
2: I'm here I'm here for a moment maker like somebody who knows actually how to like lead up to a moment build give us the building blocks to that moment with that conversation but like neither of those things in the past two episodes have been earned and I'm so glad that like people checked her on that because like it that's what I'm feeling about
1: that's how I felt about the last season of New York it felt mm-hmm. like we didn't really earn all the chaos that we've got in Salem. Like mm. we're just breaking glass yes. and we're, we're screaming for no reason. And it's, people are blacking out. And I'm like, but where do, how did we get here? Like, so like Salt Lake city, just with gin in this mix and doing what she's doing and really not making any sense. It's just really low brow. It's yes. like, we're not having conversations. We're not like, Getting to the bottom of any—I don't even know what there is to get to the bottom of because we're not Me even having. Come,
2: it's not even clear what they're even fighting. Whitney's over, and twerking,
1: it's like, and I can't even yeah. hear the music. What's going on? And then Dan is picking up Whitney <laughs> while she's twerking. Guest to the guest, yeah. You're screaming,
2: and there's all these random women that I don't know why we're here. It's like I know, and like we we that, I mean, that's take- that's the reason why people love to to post that Amsterdam clip all the time is because like Lisa Rinna throwing that glass at that dinner was a moment that there was a that there was a slow burn and then the yeah. and then the flame erupted and she did that and we understood why she did that and we and and for the most part and like it really built up margaret pushing danielle in the pool that was a slow burn over the entire season yeah. and then yeah. it ended with her pushing in the pool like and even if it was and performative it still made sense cuz it's 100% like... no that, that it, to me it's like to me like a, a moment like that and i'm not defending like quote unquote physical violence but to me like there's yeah. also lines to be drawn in that conversation mm-hmm. but like if, if I can understand somebody erupting in a moment, if, if, if the emotions and the anger and the, the lead up explains that. So yeah, yeah, that, that's why Jen just like, she, she doesn't get it to me. It's, it's not, she's not willing to have those conversations because she does, she's tunnel vision. She, she blocks her ears. Like, it's just, yeah, it's too much
1: it's a tough season because obviously like the Whitney and Heather of it all which is just kind of like drowning out the room with this kind of weird energy um and I love Heather and I'm not just saying this because I like know her but it's like I really do genuinely think I do she's like a great Housewife. Too. me too um I think she's clearly getting mm-hmm. kind of like a a crummy end of the stick because it's like you know I think oh I heard you on a podcast the other day on our friend Sarah oh yeah Allie's mm-hmm. um podcast Andy's Girls you guys check it out um but you made a really valid point and I thought nobody else was thinking this way. And then you said it, Heather and Whitney went into this show this season together thinking, okay, we're going to do this. We're still, we're good friends. And Heather is like really looking at it. as like, you're my cousin. You're my really, really my best friend. Whitney, on the other hand, is a little more performative, I think than Heather Mm -hmm. and always has been on this show. And I think that Whitney needs to maintain her. And I think honestly, Whitney's not as safe on this show as Heather is. And I think that Whitney kind of looked around the the landscape and realized Jen's leaving. I need to kind of mix things up because nothing else is going to happen. And I really want to be friends with Lisa anyways. So I'm going to do what it takes to kind of like try to forge a friendship with Lisa, even if that means blowing up my friendship with Heather to make a storyline. Yeah. And I think Heather was really taken. And, like, and
2: that's what that's what hurt Heather genuinely. Like, I don't think Whitney was genuinely hurt by Heather. But I think Heather, because Whitney did that, <laughs> was genuinely hurt by Whitney.
1: Yeah, and totally. I think it didn't register with Heather until they were sitting down on her couch in her house. So mm-hmm. we yeah, were totally. Out of that room. I've been thinking this for months since yes. the show originally yes. aired. I could, and I can't say I didn't see it coming. Honestly, I do think that like Whitney, while she's probably a very nice person, I can see that she's self-producing.
2: Yeah, for sure, and I think that it's and, like and she just, got on the stripper uh, pole in her basement. <laughs> in <laughs> the first couple of i was like okay this right, woman's exactly. like here to play He's giving us like, yeah exactly and like and, to, and i respect it to a lot to to a big degree but like at a certain point it becomes it gets in a gen shaw territory where it becomes yes. like okay this is just not based in reality at all yeah and i understand you see how someone who maybe reactions. her
1: husband got fired from his company because of her placement on the show so now if
2: she loses the show then what do they have so she's yeah. kind of like or even I her reaction she's... to that even her reaction to that was like really not really grounded in like reality like he it wasn't it wasn't like a like an anti-woman thing it was like an it was a i don't want an employee of mine on real housewives
1: you yeah know,
2: rolling on his yeah. mud with his wife like that's what yeah. it is <laughs> yeah
1: yeah <sighs> um so heather kind of like the fall of
2: Heather is what we're seeing lisa's yeah, kind of having a star making moment too lisa's really i mean i've i've loved i've really loved barlow's housewife from the beginning <laughs> just because like she has that element of like, she has she lacks that self awareness. So she's so a lot of her best moments come when she's not aware that she's making a moment. Like yeah. hi baby gorgeous to me like is probably what she had said to her son a lot of times. She didn't realize that was going to be a catchphrase that would break out for her. Like yeah. so, so some of the like I love that as like just her what she what she her like kind of base response but i don't to want things. to see any coffee mugs or any sweatshirts sure no i, I totally so, understand like... that but like <laughs> but but i like that a lot of these moments that people latch onto aren't her making a moment it's just her naturally being herself which is yeah. like even though she is aware of certain things all on the show like her best moments come when she's misreading the situation almost and like i and yeah. i like that about her like i think yes. she's hilarious um mary we need her back we even just, even just as like a friend of giving like some like yeah. good com- commentary and a confessional, there's a, there's a lack of like intentional humor, I think, on this show right now.
1: There's that's, a lack of, I think, intentional like reading. Someone
2: involved in the church. You know, that's, that's a good I point
1: too. Yeah. Someone who's like involved in the church because that was literally how the identity, that's how the soul was, that's how the show was sold to us. Mm-hmm. And now that we don't have Mary there anymore. Um, And now that Jin's gone, not that Jin was like a woman of the church necessarily, but like she did come with kind of like an interesting religious background, Mm -hmm. right? Because she's like totally
2: but and now but now they're they're but they're showing us what's interesting and maybe maybe this is why they're showing us more of this side of lisa but like lisa's had a couple of comments this season that are like about god and she gets emotional about god and like we never really saw that from her like in in yeah yeah. like an overt way before and i wonder if it's to fill that to fill that hole that mary sort of left like i think so but it's but it doesn't really work on lisa like i don't really it feels it feels almost like it worked when from she her. wasn't
1: friends with Whitney and Heather because sure. she was being judgy about their behavior. Yeah and, yeah, them, yeah, and that's when it made sense. But in this kind of scenario, it's just kind of like, okay, well, I don't really buy it. Yeah. And, but I think that that's where we're kind of getting out with the show is that we have a ton of friends of, but we've not really discussed like why they're here and how
2: this benefits the identity of the show totally and like um, I, I was not enjoying this season to be honest up until the last top two or three episodes and like mm-hmm. that's when the friends honestly stepped it up and like angie k gave us a great performance in one episode dan i gave us a great performance last episode but but you're right like their introduction i have no idea who these women are i yeah. don't really know who they're friends with yeah. i don't know why i don't know why they're there i'm down for them to be there because it's it's breaking up the monotony of of these relationships but like and it's like not it's not explained t- a lot of
1: Okay. So this is just like a overarching thing that I think is an issue that I'm seeing with like a lot of these shows is Mm -hmm. stop having friends of just to have them on. I don't like when there's too many people coming in and out of the the house. Like it's let's, if you don't have a strong enough core cast, maybe don't start filming right away. Cause we don't need like Atlanta really bothers me when they have like four or five friend of's. I don't need Shamia. And they're all trying out. They're trying
2: out. Yeah. It's
1: too much. And I don't know why we're all here and it's too much to keep up with. Um, I was going to use an example, Jackie, or sorry, Jacqueline on Potomac is a perfect Mm -hmm. example, and we'll get into all that. But, you know, the only place where I think it works is Miami, but that's because we know the women. So yeah, well. I think,
2: I think Miami is like in a, I think from a different, pers- from a couple perspectives, Miami is like a different situation because it's like, they were gone for 10 years yes. You bring back yeah. so many OGs and some of them become friends of, and I think that people had problem with some of those people being friends of, but like Marisol and Adriana El- no, being friends perfectly. of is perfect, honestly, perfect. like they they're, they're serving their roles. Kiki, I fucking love her. Like, honestly, yeah. she's like, she's, I love her. She's, I think she's going to be more involved this season. But like there it's sort of it's sort of a reset that I think makes it a little bit of a different situation. But I agree, Jacqueline's there just for having a body there. It's like yeah, it's, like same with I mean, Atlanta, I don't think We need that with a great uh, cast. Yes.
1: And and because of that, we're getting less of the people like Giselle
2: and the you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um so yeah. Yeah, it's it's an interesting and I I think that there's I, I think they see how big the cast is on Beverly Hills and how much it works. I mean, mm-hmm. like, just from a, a ratings perspective, like a yeah. generating conversation perspective. And but that's because kind of people
1: on them. Beverly Hills are so born. You need that many people. Like, Erica or Jane. Clean. I'm sorry, I'm not watching Erica Jane clean her apartment.
2: Each one of them... wherever the she lives. Each one of them is going to step up in, like, a different episode. You know, they kind of, like, take yeah. turns. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? But Yeah, uh. yeah. But, um... <laughs> not the casita. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> so let's get into Miami. Um Petty mm. Pippin has entered Petty Pippin baby. The chat. Petty Pippin Larsa is really surprising because the first time around I was like, okay, I kind of get why Larsa's on this show the first season. season and then one. I was like, yeah. yeah, it made sense that she didn't come back. Yes. And then she comes so. back. But I always liked when Larsa when she came back cuz I think that she's such a great anti-hero because everyone hates her and you kind of want to see her win, but you also like she's not a conventional hero in the sense that like she does not play with these women she pops in and pops you know what i mean and it pops out and then they just talk about her but she always kind of was like i'm too good to even get into these like rumors with you um She just has this air that like, like they're mad because she doesn't get down in the dirt with him. But then this season, she's like,
2: all right, let's do it. And it's like, and 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 my theory, my theory about the Larsa, the change that Larsa has exhibited between these two seasons is that I think that she came into last season knowing the entire time that the Kardashian conversation was going to follow her. Like, like people wanted to ask her about Kanye and Kim the entire season. Why aren't you friends with Kim? what do you know about the divorce blah, blah 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 and like now that she's she's had one season of that she's gotten through that i think she was honestly on edge the entire time last year i think yeah. now she's i think she feels literally like a huge weight off her shoulder she doesn't have yeah. to answer for it anymore she's already given the responses mostly in confessionals honestly and like now she's like freed up to let's get a pop in to to be petty pippin and isn't and her divorce that la- final now yeah. and Yeah. And I think that, yeah, yeah. That, that as well. But I really think the Kardashian thing, like she hated talking about that. And I actually think that she might not have been allowed to talk about Probably that, not. that, honestly, because I'm Probably I'm sure not. if you're in that world, you're signing NDAs if you're on that plane. So like, it's, I think that she got through that and she feels like, okay, we're going, we're game on. Have you interviewed anybody? You interviewed Dr. Nicole, right? I've interviewed uh, for this season, Nicole yeah. only last season. I interviewed most of them, honestly. Okay. <laughs> um I but Lars, it about... was a very dry interview, though, in that Yeah, last year. I could but... see. Yeah, she's media yeah. trained. again. But again, it's the Kardashian thing. She knew the question's coming. And so she's yeah. like ready for it. And she's like tense the whole time.
1: I want to talk to you about Dr. Nicole, your interview with her. Give mm-hmm. me some tidbits from that. I want to talk about oh, Lisa and Lenny. And then I want to get into Potomac with you because there's so much there. You're actually from Potomac, right? Or not,
2: you're not from Potomac, I'm from DC, but you're from the so DC, DC I know, area. I'm yeah. oh, yeah. my friends from Potomac. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to get into all that. First off, just tell the people where to follow your social and, um, your podcast
2: on all of that yeah. stuff. My podcast is called, we should talk wherever you get your podcasts, one interview per week, I would say like mm-hmm. 75% Bravo, 25% somebody else in the celebrity mm-hmm. world. And then you can follow me on socials at Gibsonoma, G I B S O N O M A on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, <laughs> wherever, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um,
1: <laughs> We're going to go over to the bonus, um, to the bonus episode called The B-Side. You guys can subscribe there by going to patreon.com slash the B-List and subscribing there. And we are going to keep the conversation going. Let's get it I want happen. to thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon. Find us over on The B-Side, guys. Bye.